0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's
1: Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com. He's network sports director. joins us now. Jeff, uh, it's almost like uh, I can go back to what LSU a theme was. Well, what's the quarterback situation year after year? The last handful of years, it's some kind of question mark or uh, I guess you would say, what's going on as far as personnel staff-wise? And you tell me, Jeff. I mean, Matt Cannon, does he look like a guy that does not know if he's really going to be retained or not? Does he look like a guy that knows he's already been told and he's just coaching uh, the ball game? Little be said, Jeff, he's only worked uh, one year and 14 days, if he counts through today, and a $5 million deal, three years, 1.5 a year, that's a lot of money. For the highest paid offensive coordinator in college football, and not to know if he's going to be coaching or not. You
2: know, I got the sense based on what he was saying on Friday is the guy that uh, he, he knew uh, or he knows his fate, but wasn't really willing to uh, reveal it on Friday. He'll leave that to uh, Ed Orgeron. And I, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, sometime uh, after uh, today's game, uh, not necessarily today, maybe the next couple of days here, maybe as early as tomorrow, that. Uh, some sort of statement will be sent out by LSU saying that uh, LSU and Matt Canada have uh, parted ways. Uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, that's the direction that uh, they're going at this point. Uh, It just seems like it was a a relationship that uh, wasn't able, able to mend itself after a, a rocky start to the season. And, it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, you, you have a, a head coach that touted this offensive coordinator, really believed in him, sure. uh, but for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. Obviously, a, a personality clash between the two.
1: Let's uh, squeeze in uh, Jerry on line one. Jerry, good morning. Happy New Year. Thank you for calling WWL.
2: Yeah.
1: Hello. Good morning, Jerry. Thank you for calling WWL.
2: Yeah, hello, big. How you doing? We're doing good. Happy New Year, to y'all.
1: Yes, sir. Uh,
2: is LSU run game good enough to run against Notre Dame's defense?
1: Oh, yeah, I don't think there's any question about yeah, that, definitely.
2: How about uh, Notre Dame's run game? I heard it's a little bit better than LSU's uh, defense. Is that
1: correct? Well, I mean, you, you have to look at the matchup. I mean, going into the, they're, they're classified as having the best offensive line in, in college football. Right. So, I mean, one would think they're going to lean on their strengths today.
2: And I'm uh, seeing in a paper right now, they have three sports riders picking. Uh, LSU to lose to Notre Dame. What did you see on the uh, game of dance, more victory wise? You
1: think LSU can beat Notre Dame? Uh, Yeah, that's why they're a favorite. You know, they're a three and a half point favorite in in the contest today. So uh, not only can they win, I think Herb is going to get down. Jeff Palermo is with us now to what LSU can do, Jeff from the players that don't play. I mean, how much of a factor is it today, especially, particularly on the defensive side of the football, what LSU likes to do? Matt Canada, it's not Matt Canada, excuse me, Dave Aranda. But I think this is going to be a a tight matchup, particularly LSU's front defense and Notre Dame's offensive line.
2: Well, you'd love to have Arden Key out there today. Sure. I, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not going to discredit him. I, I think he... Yeah, you go back to September, I think one of the reasons why LSU struggled so much, their two best players weren't out on, on, on the field, and Arden Key and Darius Geis, uh, both of those guys were, well, Arden Key was coming back from a shoulder injury, and, and Darius Geis was battling an ankle injury. Um, but uh, because LSU was without Arden Key earlier on in the season, and Donnie Alexander is another guy that's not playing today, and that's a guy that they've been able to, fill in here as of late. I I think uh, when you look at, when you look at the two teams and who is not playing in this game, and Notre Dame has several guys that are not playing. I think it hurts Notre Dame a little bit more, especially considering Notre Dame is such a run heavy team. Uh, Going up against a a defense uh, led by Dave Aranda, you know, as long as LSU tackles well, I think they can contain this Notre Dame offense to to some extent. Now, are they going to get some, are they going to get some gains on the ground? Probably so. But uh, I think LSU can quickly make this team a, 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 a one-dimensional team mm-hmm. and and really fluster it as the game goes along, uh, whereas Notre Dame has, has got so many skill position players out. I, I'm not sure exactly how they replace it. They're going to have to be counting on some guys today that they really haven't counted on a, at all. Meanwhile, LSU, the, the guys that are stepping up, well, these are guys that have seen significant snaps this season. So it's not – Something totally new for
1: them. Jeff, hang tight. We'll come back and get Jeff Palermo's keys to the game and his prediction, along with Herb Tyler and Dick Bellaville, LSU, and Notre Dame today. A noon kickoff right here on Tiger Radio, WWL. And Happy New Year, and we welcome in, to all the folks from Clemson and Alabama in time tonight for the second national semifinal, number one Clemson, the defending national champion, number four Alabama. The All-State Sugar Bowl should be a great one. Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWO.com and Louisiana Network Sports Director. Keep up with Jeff on Twitter, at Jeff Palermo LRN. All right, Jeff, you always point out some things to pay attention to, your keys. Give us what you're watching closely today in this matchup and your prediction.
2: Well, I think obviously for LSU, it starts with them trying to slow down this Notre Dame Russian attack, ranked as the seventh best in the country, averaging 279 yards a game. Uh, well, you know, I think a guy to keep an eye on today is Devin White. I mean, how many more tackles does this guy get uh, in this game? You know, last time LSU faced, they really were well, one of their, their big wins this season or their biggest win this season is when they beat Auburn. And, obviously, Auburn's a run first team. And White had a huge game in that contest with 15 tackles. I think he can have another big game here today. Um, you know, I, I think LSU, then you look at LSU's running game, uh, I'm interested to see – you know, where Darius Geis is health- health-wise, he missed a few bowl practices, but I would imagine he's going to be uh, raring and ready to go in this game. And I think the other thing as well, as long as LSU doesn't turn the ball over, I think they can win this game. I mean, they've done such a good job at that all season long. The fact that they've only turned it over eight times all season is a phenomenal number. And if Danny Eppman takes care of it and they don't put the ball on the ground, I'd like LSU to win this game by at least a touchdown.
1: Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com and Louisiana Network sports director going with LSU with a touchdown over Notre Dame at Jeff Palermo LRN. Jeff, thank you so much for the time. Happy New Year to you. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you, guys.
0: Thanks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.